And we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight. Let's get started. Turn it up, you tune in into Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like you know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on. Let's begin. This is episode number five. Not sure if there's going to be an episode six, but thank you for joining. So yesterday morning, I woke up to two text messages from two different people, both sending me links to articles of this news of this whole Kentucky thing. And if you haven't read any of the articles, I'm sure you can Google it and it'll be the number one top hit. But here's the quick version. Basically, all the coaches at the University of Kentucky had been let go for turning a blind eye to hazing happening within the program. And I'm not saying the allegations are true, just that that is what the articles stated happened. So I don't want to talk about hazing. I don't want to cast Kentucky in a bad light right now. They're already going through enough. I just wanted to talk about the positive impact that Kentucky and Jomo have had in my life and bring some positivity back to this program. And honestly, I debated back and forth between doing this topic or not. But as I was scrolling through Facebook last night, and seeing all my friends who cheered at Kentucky and all of them had changed their profile pictures to either pictures of themselves with Jomo or pictures of themselves in their UK uniform. And I honestly, you know, tears started welling up in my eyes. I got a little emotional just to think what this must be like to see your program just be trampled during a time like this. And again, so I just wanted to bring, you know, some positivity to the program because the program has meant so much to me in my cheer career that I just felt that this was right. So my first exposure to UK basically happened when I was first exposed to cheerleading. Now, in the first episode, I talked about my coach who recruited me to come do cheerleading, right? I was taking tumbling classes, and then I ended up being on the cheer team at that same gym, right? Now, my tumbling coach was Tim Poslacqua, and Tim was a former University of Kentucky cheerleader, and he actually cheered with Jomo at UK. And so when I first meet Tim, he's wearing this huge ring, This ring's like the size of half of his hand. And I'm like, dude, what is that thing that you're wearing? And obviously he tells me, oh, you know, it's my national championship ring. I went to the University of Kentucky and we're a pretty good cheer team. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, that's so cool, right? I'm just high school kid. and He has this big old ring on, right? And I just thought it was like the coolest thing ever. Well, a couple years later, I ended up cheering for Tim at my college. The first college I went to, Palomar. And he was the coach there. And Tim had us do everything the way Kentucky did it. Like we were mini Kentucky in everything that we did. And I am not joking about this. Everything we did had to be the way that Kentucky did it. Now, around that time, standing fulls were getting pretty popular. I think I saw my first standing full uh, probably about a year before. The year before, that was the first time I really saw teams throwing standing fulls. So obviously we were working on ours to become this pretty popular trick. But Tim did not let us throw standing fulls. Palomar was not allowed to throw standing fulls because Kentucky didn't throw standing fulls. And what's so funny now is that literally Kentucky throws like squad standing fulls every year, guys and girls. But UK didn't throw them at that time. So neither do we. I literally did not compete a standing full until I transferred to SFA years later. Our megaphones were designed like UK's. Kentucky's megaphones said cats and it spelt out cats from small font to big font up the side. And Palomar's megaphones spelt out comets from small font to big font 
up the side. We held them just the way they held them at Kentucky. And like everything we did was Kentucky. Kentucky rippled smiles at games. We rippled smiles at games. Kentucky did that stupid little jog. We did that stupid little jog. But I actually really like the jog, so I'm not. To anyone from Kentucky, I don't think the jog is stupid, but everyone calls it stupid. But, you know, we did the jog at Palomar, and I loved it, right? And here's a fun fact, and I bet that none of my cheerleaders actually know this. We say elite, can't be beat, dot, dot, right? I'm sure everyone from Kentucky just clapped just now, and so did all of my former PCM and all my former CBU and all of my current American cheerleaders all just clapped. And that came from the University of Kentucky, right? Because Tim said, this is what Kentucky does. This is what we're going to do. So it was ingrained in my mind that Kentucky was God's gift to cheerleading, right? So yeah, I fell in love with Kentucky from the onset of my cheer career. And though Kentucky really does have a long history of success, even before Jomo got there, since I've been cheering, it's always been Jomo. But anyway, I get a message the other day from another coach who was showing me some love for one of the episodes I released on the podcast. And he basically mentioned that myself and Leroy were his first representations of successful black men in the industry and how that was a motivator for him. And really, that guy for me has always been Jomo. And Jomo wasn't just a representation of success in the industry. He was the leader of the best program in the world. Say it louder for the people in the back. The best program in the world. College, All-Stars, UCA, NCA, all-girl, co-ed. Don't at me. Don't say University of Louisville. Don't say Moorhead. The University of Kentucky is the gold standard when it comes to cheerleading. All cheerleading everywhere. Most teams, you know, most winning teams... They win because they do one of three things well. They execute really well. They have more difficulty than the other team or they have more creativity. You know, they do one of those things exceptionally well and and then they win. However, there's never been a program that consistently, regardless of what part of the score sheet you looked at. So if there was a graph and we put difficulty, execution, creativity, and we put all the different parts of the score sheet standing tumbling, running tumbling, baskets, pyramids, stunts. We put all of those things on this graph and we threw a dart at it and it landed on pyramid creativity. Kentucky would win that category. Consistently has the most creative pyramids. Oh, we throw another dart. Oh, it says standing tumbling difficulty. The best standing tumblers. Oh, we throw another one. Stunt creativity and execution, right? They just do everything better than everyone. They don't do most things better than some teams. They literally do everything better than everyone. And it's just, you know, today kids like binge watch their favorite teams, right? They're on YouTube and they're watching TGLC and they're watching Senior Elite. They're watching Infinity, Smoed, right? They're watching all these teams. For me, that was the University of Kentucky. And back in my true binge watching days, I didn't have YouTube, right? Not when I was binge watching these things. So I was literally watching Kentucky over and over again on DVDs and DVR, right? Over and over again. It was the only thing I would watch. And I remember like, like one of my favorite years is Kentucky rippled round off hamstring doubles from the back of the floor to the front of the floor, right? And they spelled out Kentucky. K-E-N-T-U-C-K-Y. Oh, yeah. Kentucky, right? And the program is just full of tradition and this idea of passing on legacy. Like 
I love the Kentucky spell out. <laughs> I'm not even going to do it for you. But I love the Kentucky spell out. I love that when they end pyramid, it's the final countdown, right? Like, and nowadays they do no retreat, no surrender, but nothing is cooler than the final countdown. But back to Jomo, he's just always been such an inspiration to me. And there's been a couple of times when Jomo and I have been at the same competition, like a warm-up room or some, or just like passing by. And we'll walk by each other and he'll say, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Right. And, you know, we'll keep walking and both doing our business or whatever. And like whoever I'm with is like, hey, you know, Jomo? I'm like, come on, guy. You know, game recognized game. Come on. You know, your boy. And and I'd be totally freaking out. Like, dude, Jomo just said what's up to me. And this is a true story right here. CBU had just won nationals, you know, years ago. Right. And Jomo DM'd your boy. And was like, congratulations, you're doing a great job, keep it up, blah, 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 blah. And I was like so stoked. And honestly, I had no idea he knew who I was. Because, like, you know, in order to DM someone, you have to know their first name, you have to know their last name. And I had no idea he even knew who CBU was. Like, you know, you kind of see me hanging around CBU and all these things, and I kind of get that. But he coaches a Division A co-ed school that competes at UCA. I was coaching a D2 all-girls school who competes at NCAA. Like, he had no business knowing who CBU was or who I was. And I just thought it was, like, the coolest thing that he, you know, shot me a message and just said, hey, great job. You're killing it. Keep up the hard work. And I just wanted to say thank you to Jomo. I wanted to say thank you to all UK cheerleaders because you guys truly did inspire me and you inspired a generation of cheerleaders to take it to the next level and to really be as good as we possibly, you know, you set the standard and said, this is a standard. And we have been, as an industry, been striving to reach that standard, not with much luck, but we're better cheerleaders today because of the work that Joe Mo, the University of Kentucky are doing. And I'll tell you one thing. I would not want to be the guy who has to follow in his footsteps. I thought for a second, I was like, what would it be like to actually take over at Kentucky? Like, could I do that? And I was like, Jason, are you crazy? This is the universe. Like, who wants to follow in those footsteps? Like, that's just crazy. But to whoever the new coach is going to be, whoever the new, who's ever going to take the reins, I truly wish you the best of luck. And again, I hope that you can inspire a generation the way Jomo in Kentucky inspired me. Five, six, seven, eight, we're out. Hey guys, I really hope you enjoyed today's show. Do me a quick favor, hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about this podcast. It's a great way for you to show your support for the channel. I'm your host, Jason Larkins, and you've reached the end of Let's Talk Cheer with Jason. Thanks for listening.